Hello and welcome to Fire and Water, a Zutara podcast. My name is Katie and I'm here with my best friend and co-host Frankie. Hey everyone! Hello! Gosh, does it feel good to say those words again. It has been a hot minute. So sorry we couldn't get this trailer reaction out earlier, but if you didn't read the title, that's what this is. The trailer reaction to the full Avatar The Last Airbender on Netflix trailer. So sorry we couldn't get it out earlier. We were both traveling. And also apologies if my audio quality has gone down again. I am once again traveling for a long time and across the country. And I couldn't pack my very nice expensive microphone in my suitcase. So (laughs) seeing the way the airlines treat the luggage, I'm like, yeah, no, not happening. So, that is why I'm back with my old microphone. It still should be alright. You should be able to hear me. Frankie doesn't even use a microphone and you can hear her just fine. So, like, it's all good. Just a heads up. So, my goodness. Late in January. Oh, you had a fun fact? Just a stupid fun fact about microphones and how much I hate getting new tech. Um, is that... I was signed up for a communications class in school, and then I found out I would need a microphone for it and different sort of tech for it in order to do the video essays online because I'm an online student, and I quit the comp. I switched. I transferred classes because I said, nope, because that is how much I'm against new tech. Another fun fact, Bluetooth. Um, I think it took until like 2020 before I started wearing Bluetooth headphones. I just hate that. I just hate switching stuff up like that. <laughs> just a random Frankie fun fact. Oh, goodness. I love Bluetooth. Bluetooth is my best friend. I didn't mm-hmm. trust it for a while. I was like, people are going to be able to hear what I'm listening to. And it's so embarrassing. God, no, they can't. <laughs> I just didn't. I just didn't see anything wrong with my wire headphones at all until they finally stopped selling them. And that's when I was like, damn it, I gotta start using Bluetooth. (laughs) I just am so stuck in my ways. You can only stay behind the times for so long until they force Uh, you to move up somewhat. (laughs) Force is the correct word. But anyway, yeah, sorry. That's just, (laughs) it just reminded me of that. And you're like, I couldn't pack my microphone and Frankie doesn't use one. You're right. And I won't, unless I have to. (laughs) But anyways, anyways, yes, the trailer and also the rumors speculating around the show. We are getting into all of it right now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So first things first, Frankie, what did you think of this trailer? I think it looks so good. I don't know. Me too! I don't know what people are saying. It looks so good. Oh, my goodness. There are some things I really love. Um, the Suki action shot, the shot of the blue spirit sequence of Aang and Zuko escaping with Zuko as the blue spirit, the mm-hmm. fire lighting. If there's one good thing they took from the movie, it's the fire lighting at night so I can actually see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh I- my gosh, it's so good. They're not completely ignoring the good aspects from the movie, which I fully appreciate. Because if you don't know, and here's a little shout out, go listen. We have started a Percy Jackson podcast. They are ignoring the good aspects of the movie for the sake yeah. of distance. And yeah. it hurt it. It hurt it. And I've seen a lot of people comment that. And I agree. I love the show so far. But um, I do agree with that. They have they have tried to completely distance themselves from the movies that they forgot about the good aspects that were there. To and, a fault. The main thing yeah. being the Lotus Casino. Yeah. which. I, that's the point here is that it seems like the show isn't trying to do that, and I appreciate it. The Avatar show, to be perfectly clear. Even some of the more serious designs and the tones are movie-esque. Yes, that's The good aspects of the movie. They had the nuance to recognize what worked about the movie and Mm -hmm. what aspects made it not translate well and adjust. Yeah, that's especially that shot you were talking about where it's, just the the lights, the the fire lighting up uh the what the night scene. sky. Yes, the night sky, but also I'm trying to place which um I think it's Omashu. Yeah, I think it is too. But yes, them that shot is really well done. Wait, no, it, just, it can't it be. Rem- Unless they're totally changing this up, the siege, the the 
Attack on Omashu isn't until season two. Whichever, wherever it is, my my point is that it looked really well done, but it also heavily reminded me of the architecture that they used in the movie. And I'm right. And it, I thought it looked awesome. I just think this trailer, like you said, the action sequences, like sequences, sorry, uh, with (laughs) both Suki and Sokka, and then the one with. Aang and the Blue Spirit was, oh, the Blue Spirit one. That is, oh, it looks so good. And then the fighting, you have Katara and Zuko fighting in it, and it's so well done. It looks so good. The bending looks so good. Mm -hmm. No more nine men doing a synchronized dance routine to (laughs) bend a pebble. Yes. It just looks looks like everyone really, really, really tried. And they showed a little bit of Appa's face in this one as well. And it looks good. It looks decent. It doesn't look half bad, no. And the, the and shaggy Appa's fur face over the eyes. That is hard. And people are saying, like, oh, he's so shaggy. And I'm like, he is in the cartoon. I don't think it looks bad. Right. It's just going to translate differently. I think if they thought it looked bad, they would have adjusted. Because they seem to have a very good sense of that, as we've been saying. Well, and also, like animals the way you animate animals is different from how they're gonna look when you have to use cgi to make a giant flying bison and i think and all the other animals look amazing the ostrich horses the Mm -hmm. um the sheer shoe momo appa is incredibly hard to to bring into live action his face is comical it is a it is if you do it wrong the same even if you do it right it looks a little comical the same way that Toothless is going to be hard to translate in the live action How to Train Your Dragon, which should not be happening, but that's a whole other can of worms. <sighs> so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But even what I saw of Appa, I was like, okay, I don't hate it. I can live with like, I can live with this design. This is fine. And also yeah. the arrows, the arrows lighting up. I think it's still a little corny when they're not lit up. I just a little bit, but I can live with that as well. But like. When they lit up, they actually looked believable and well done. It didn't look like they turned him into a glow stick. Like, he, right. looked, he looked good. Which is another thing I wish they had taken from the movie was the intricate arrow yeah. design. That mm-hmm. worked so much better than the block of color. So incredibly well done. One of the, the few good version. things the movie did. Yes, but I... I understand not wanting to copy that design from the movie. I do. I fully understand that one of like, let's do our own thing here. And I agree that yeah, that's the correct yeah. choice. But, but I was a little wary when I first saw them. However, the trailer, I think, I think we were right when we said, when we first watched, like we first saw the promo pics, we first saw that teaser trailer and we were like, I think they're still editing things. And I think they were because it looks better. Yeah. It just does look better. Yeah, I agree. I think that they, are taking the time to... They knew which sequences they wanted to tease. Mm-hmm. And they took time to edit those really well for the trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's like three weeks until it comes out. My goodness. I know. Oh, my God. I'm like... We have so much to do. <laughs> it's going to so, be yeah. similar... To, um, when we were watching Percy Jackson, which has now ended, um, we have one more episode out about the TV series, but we did it in two-week increments, and I have a feeling it'll be something similar with uh, Atla as well. I think it's all dropping at once. Is it? Ooh, that's right, because this is Netflix. This isn't Disney+. Plus. You're correct. You're correct. Well, we're gonna Netflix have to make- doesn't do completely serialized. Yep. They'll do You're part right. one and part two and serialize mm-hmm. it a bit, but yep. that's it. We're gonna they have to very do- rarely, if ever, have done serialized week to week. We're gonna week. have to do two episodes in a row to cover this whole show in one sitting, like two separate episodes. It's gonna be like Stellar Loon, but um, yeah, yeah, on our Keeper we'll- of the Lost Cities podcast, we'll figure that out. Hmm. Yeah. We'll figure it out, guys. But yeah, we will be reviewing the entire show. Which oh, I'm yeah. So excited for. I'm oh, yeah. so excited. Uh, and I think all of the actors, you see like promotional videos with them in it. You see like them watching the trailer, and they look like they've just put so much heart and soul into this. Again, oh I'll go back gosh. to the One the Piece live action. Kyo Montillo, in particular, is turning into such a beautiful young woman. Oh. She looks stunning. 
Um, Stunning. She had these long braids and she, bending and whipping around as she was bending and everything. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Dallas Leo um, is an incredibly handsome young gentleman. I mean, like, he also cuts an amazing figure as Zuko. And that's not to say that, like, you know, it's about the appearance, but, like, as much as people deny, appearance and looks do play a factor into what works for a character. Well, especially when It's not when just they're... about the personality, and, like, they both fit their characters. I didn't think Dallas would at first. I was mm, hesitant, that's... but he's really grown on me. Well, and especially in this um, form of, like, this is an animated, this was an animated show that had right. very specific character looks and designs um and especially I think there's more leeway to the designs, book yeah but especially character designs that were so um culturally significant and you iconic you can't mess with them you just can't mess with them um right. and so they have to they almost have to as you said Katara is in the animated show she is such a pretty young lady Zuko was everyone's like crush uh when we watched it <laughs> if you were younger and you were watching it so it is you do almost have to find people that fit that um appeal almost of like right right yes and i think everyone just looks amazing so perfect in the in the what i was saying with the promos as well is like it's almost like one piece when you were watching them promote one piece the cast and you're yes. like oh they loved this they had they put their heart and soul into this that is the exact vibes i've gotten from the entirety of this cast as well and they just seem oh they seem to have taken this so seriously and you can see it on the screen we haven't gotten much in terms of acting of course it's been a couple things of dialogue here and there mostly from ang but it's been I don't know, you can just feel the heart that everyone wanted to pour into this. And, like, the mm -hmm. little characterizations, like Katara, like, nudging Aang or, like, giggling at Momo and, like, Sokka's face when he, like, bites into whatever it is he was eating there. I don't know. The apple. Was. Yes, the <laughs> apple. And he's just okay, like. Okay, that actually killed me. I think I posted, I was like, them giving Sokka an apple, like, Draco Malfoy in Prisoner mm -hmm. of Azkaban is the most original show thing to not come from the original show. It's like, so just throwing it out there. That it's is so, so good. So Sokka, he's got the little eyebrow twitch thing. He's got the little kind of like, I mean, I the only way I'm gonna swear heads up, guys, but it's a shit eating grin. It's a shit eating grin that he has on his <laughs> face. He's got it perfectly covered, and that's such a it's so it's just Sokka through and through. I just think they have nailed these these characters. I do. I I have full. I have a lot of faith in this. I have mm. a lot of faith in this <laughs> adaptation. So do I. I'm almost more excited for it at this point than PGO, which kind of started to fall apart at the end a little bit. We can get into that in the, the PGO discussion. I think we can get into it on that podcast. I think some ways I agree, some ways I disagree. And I think that's, it's also yeah. just a that's season That's why I say one. kind of. Yeah, it's a season one they didn't give them enough episodes. I still think it was more so that they needed more episodes. Agreed. Honestly. I think they needed nine. I think nine or ten. I think yeah. you give one or two. But, but, we're yeah. not here to talk about PJO. Go. No. If you watch the PJO <laughs> show, go listen to our PJO show, which is uh, Wisdom and Shadow. Shadow no. and Wisdom. Shadow and Wisdom. Help me, God, help me. <laughs> I can't do it, Katie. I did it correctly once, and that's all you're ever going to get from me. Was Sorry. Me. <laughs> all I say sorry names, because I came up with the name. <laughs> all of our names are so similar. It's so hard. Blank and blank. Blank and blank. blank, and it's, blank. Like, blank it's like the like YA titles. A blank of blank and blank. <laughs> uh, but oh yes. My goodness. Go. So, not that that's all out of the way. We've talked about how much we have faith in this adaptation and loved the trailer. Do you want to get into some of the rumors and speculation and why we highly disagree with the concerns that people uh, have? I just okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a piece of this first and go from there. So it has been released that the creators of the live action have said that two two parts of this. The first one they said was that they were trying to make Sokka less sexist in the beginning episodes because um, they thought 
it hadn't aged well from the original show. And uh, the second part of this is they said that they would be taking out some of the more kitty jokes, some of the more kitty filler moments. And when I say people have absolutely Lost their gone minds. into an uproar over this, and I would like to explain this <laughs> as cohesively as I can. The Sokka sexism one, and Katie and I both agree on this. We, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. On it's, the phone, yes. Unless you want to make Sokka a completely unlikable character, you can't have him make those jokes in the live action, in the time span that they have, and him not become just a total jerk, just misogynistic you, asshole. Yes, I'm gonna say it. In this political climate, first of all, I don't, I do not, I don't blame them at all for running the hell no. away from that storyline. And two, the actor who they have for Sokka. He looks like he's 18, which is fine. He's two years older than, two, three years older than original Sokka. I don't think it's that big of a jump, but he looks like he's 18, 19. He is not a, a, a teenage boy, really, a young teenage boy who hasn't learned right. these things yet. He right. should know this. And also, if he keeps making these jokes, in, as Katie said on the phone with, when we were speaking the other day, she said, if you make these jokes in a, in the episodic 20-minute episodes of a cartoon, it's easier for Sokka to have that turnaround real quick where he trains with Suki once and all of a sudden he respects women and he never stops respecting women. That is a very childlike, cartoon-like thing that they did and it works for the show completely because it is a cartoon, a family cartoon. And so he turns around, one episode turns around. If they did that in one of these episodes, after having him spend, like, an episode or two of just being misogynistic, completely misogynistic, he meets Suki once and then, like, turns his act around. It just, it's, mm, it's, you have to think of the medium, mediums that they're working with here. Yes! Yes, exactly! Thank you for shutting up what I said on the phone, by the way, because yes. I stand by it 100%. And also, not only is there that aspect of it being such a cartoonish turnaround how quick it is mm -hmm. but also there's the fact that i think they mean the extent and severity of his sexism not only for this political climate and to make that turnaround yeah. easier and more believable in a live action setting but also i just ugh, i don't know to me i don't agree that it's the heart of his character arc Ooh. Ooh. it is no people people are acting like this is the central Heart of his character arc, and I could not disagree more. It is about coming into his own identity as a warrior. It's self-love. What do you think Sokka's master is all about? It is the argument that Sokka needs sexism to grow as a character. <laughs> is hysterical to me. Like, yes, does it help him grow in, in some aspects? Yes, but it doesn't really take, if you think of Sokka's character, the first thing you think of, even in that first season, is not misogyny, and it's because they nip it in the bud two, three episodes in, four and episodes in. guess who's in. complaining about this? All the big Avatar cosplay and fan accounts who make edits and everything, who are diehard Katang shippers, and essentially justify and dismiss Aang kissing guitar explicitly against her consent. Well, and it's not even, it's just like, for Sokka to, it's not a main thing of his character. He doesn't need no. it to grow. And I, like you said, I don't think they're going to completely wipe it away. There will probably be a comment here or there that hint that, like, okay, Sokka, you got to, like, mm, I don't know if I love that. Like, you got to calm down. And then he'll grow on it a little bit. They cannot have him making all of the jokes he made in an adaptation that was made over 15 years ago, <laughs> in, which was in a comedy Almost setting. 20 years ago since that first season, yes. opening episodes. Yes, cartoon. It was a cartoon, <coughs> a comedy cartoon at the start, let's be clear. Yes, it grew into one of the best shows ever made with so many amazing themes, but Sokka was the comedic relief in a family-centered yeah. show where those types of jokes were still heavily used throughout all mediums 
Um, mm-hmm. based in misogyny, and they use it to sh- give him a one episode character arc where it's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, women are more than that. But that doesn't work in today's political climate at all. No. Oh my god! Oh my god! The social climate—it's that's rough. I guarantee if you watched it and they that's didn't rough, make buddy. these, ch- yeah, that's rough, buddy. But I guarantee if if they hadn't made this announcement, if they had not made this announcement. And if you had just gone into the show and you just watched it and they'd done the exact same thing with Sokka as they had in the cartoon and they'd been like, oh, he makes jokes about Katara 24-7 for two episodes. And then, oh my god, fast-changing character arc moment because he falls in love with a girl. I guarantee you everyone would be like, why do I hate this? Why do I hate this? Like, it's it's just, guys, I... I think that they should... I am begging people to use critical thinking skills for two seconds. It's just, I I don't think it's a bad... It doesn't hurt his character is my thing. If you change no. things that hurt someone's character, I understand. Like, if you are making fundamental changes that hurt someone's character, I understand being miffed about it and being like, you are taking away detrimental factors to this character. You didn't take away his sarcasm. This is three episodes, four episodes of season one that they are taking away here, and they're not even really taking away because it doesn't change his fundamental, his fundamental character. Thank you! On to the next thing! Yes, I was gonna say, speaking of changes to fundamental character, here's where people are saying they're mad about the changes of them saying that they're making it a little bit more adult and they're taking out some of the filler I understand that argument a little bit more because it's like, yes, it is a kid's show and it was a kid's family show, I should say. It was a family show that became this amazing, one of the best shows ever created. And it's almost as if like, if the formula isn't broken, don't fix it type thing. However, if it's not broke, don't fix mm, it. (laughs) And people are also saying that by getting rid of some of these more fun aspects that they could be taking away from Aang's character. They could be making these characters one note and, like, just normal, like, run-of-the-mill, like, everyday characters by taking away some of these characterizations. That's a big leap to me to say that just because the creators have said that they're changing the tone of the show a little bit, trying to add in a little bit of more adult themes and trying to get rid of some filler. They absolutely did not say they're getting rid of all filler. They said they were getting rid of some filler, which yeah. in my my um, opinion, you absolutely have, have to do. You. Yes. Have to do. I don't need them riding the Omashu mail system. I mean, they're still going to have my cabbages in some capacity. They yeah. cast the cabbage man. Like, they're still going to be... Guys, we see Sokka make two jokes in the trailer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we we don't need Aang riding the elephant coin in his underwear. Like, I... It's just, I, that's aw- it's just awkward. Let's just... Really yeah. Oh, yeah. In live action, that would be so awkward to see uh, a child. Yeah. yeah. 100%. But it's also, like, I understand to an extent of people, people are allowed to have their worries and be like, oh, I hope, I hope that they, you know, that this tone change and that them trying to add some things and take some things away doesn't take away from the overall story, it doesn't take away from the characters. But to see those announcements and completely go into, like, Jeff Con mode of, like, oh my god, they're gonna completely ruin characters, they're gonna completely ruin the storylines based on this, they can't, they're not gonna keep it 100% to how it was in the show, how will it ever be good, and it's like, slow down, slow, slow down, you've been given two pieces of information that, and you have run with them to like the 10th degree of this, where the creators, all they said was that they are taking away some filler, they are taking away some of the more, um, kitty jokes and replacing them with some more adult themed uh ideas and it's like that doesn't mean that they're gonna turn this into like a riverdale like like oh god no sex and gore and like no character arcs because the characters are all like hot teens like that's not i wouldn't even use adult i would use i would use streamlined and serious yes like i need people to calm down i understand having worries about a show (laughs) Okay, Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I need people to. I mean that in multiple ways, and we will get into that in the, uh, later on in this episode. Mm-hmm. 
because we have theories that we've brought up before and we're going to reiterate again. However, um, and the fact that people can't put this together is insane to me. Yeah, we'll get anyways, to anyways <sighs> there is only one concern that I would agree with unless they find a clever and efficient way to write around it and to not impact the plot. Mm. And that is the, and this, out of all the rumors, this is the only one not confirmed by actors or writers. Right. By the way. It's a rumor. This is, a, this is the least confirmed mm-hmm. thing that we have heard that people have concerns about. And that is that they are not doing, introducing, I should say, Susan's Comet in season one. Which. That's a big thing. If that's true, and they mm-hmm. don't find an alternative way to write it, maybe they, maybe that's their big cliffhanger. It's like, that they take be- their sweet time getting to the northern you know, mm-hmm. Water Tribe, and they really want to focus on that goal for the first season, and then that's the big cliffhanger. Then find, you know, I don't know how it's going to work. In an adaptation, we don't know if this is true. As we've said, this is a huge rumor. Yeah, we do if not, it's even it true, I can agree with the concerns there. That is the one thing. I agree with the thing. concerns. I just want to remind everyone. Everyone is allowed to have your worries. Absolutely. I've had multiple... Ch- properties turn into tv shows or movies that have been like oh i'm worried sound like you were about to say children like i've had multiple children (laughs) no but multiple properties turn into um tv shows or movies and i've you get seriously worried it is totally fine to have worries but right you have to remember it's the nature of adaptation it is the nature of adaptation. You are trying to adapt this in a way that is truthful to the original source material while also putting in some new things that keep viewers happy and also keep them on the edge of their seat. And you're trying to do that in a way, in a new medium that you might have to work around. You might have to do things differently because you're telling it in a different medium and people have to recognize that and be willing to adjust expectations. And go into it with an open mind and see if, oh, truly, I like this change because of how they had to do it. And you have to just settle down. That's why I'm saying, everyone, please settle down with all of the, like, they're going to completely change the tone and ruin it. And Aang isn't going to be a happy-go-lucky kid anymore and blah, blah, blah. And no one's going to have a true character. And it's like, we have been given, like, three pieces of information. We don't know that. We all need to chill and, like, just watch. They, like I said, they kept, they kept pieces of comedy in the trailer they didn't show a lot of it with ang because they were they were focusing more so on the like this is my friends and family aspect and i'm going to do everything i can to protect it was them, more voiceover than anything it works better for a trailer you're not going to have Aang, yeah like, cracking jokes as a voiceover in a trailer and they and have him the air scooter yes like for a little bit of that they're i highly doubt they're going to take away all of ang's personality of being a, no. a happy kid. They can't, because you can't tell the story. He's not gonna be movie-ang, just all serious. My name is Ong! Like, My name is Ong! Calm down. Like, <laughs> it's okay to be worried, but to immediately say off of these these comments that you are not watching the show because it's gonna be oh a trash God. fire off the original is like... If you don't want to watch a show, that's fine. If you've never been interested and you're like, no, I really love the original, I'm going to stick with it, totally fine. Absolutely understand that. But if you were starting to get excited about the show and you wanted to watch it and then you saw these comments and you were like, it's going to be trash and I hate it and I don't even want to bother, it's like, whoa, we've gone crazy off of this. Like, <laughs> Calm down. You think I was <sighs> in Shadow and Bone when I saw all the changes that they had to make to Shadow and Bone to fit it in with the crows? I I was a little worried, but I still watched, and I loved it. Even though some people didn't, I personally loved what they That's did. That's a the little Shadow bit of a different show. scenario, mind you, where people were wanting that to be a bit more of an alternative fanfic type show, whereas it, this people yes. are, people have been itching for a loyal live action Avatar. So mm-hmm. I, I do want to address yes. and acknowledge the difference between the nature of those adaptations. Absolutely, but I totally get your point. I was just saying I was worried about it, but then I completely loved it. Right. You just got to go in, guys, and be able to adjust expectations and be okay with it. And if you're not, if it is absolute trash, no way about it. If it is another movie, then it's like, yeah, trash it. We'll hop on here and say our impression is wrong. We'll bash it if it deserves it. I'm not afraid to do that. I will eat crow if I have to eat crow. And speaking of eating crow... Speaking of eating crow, should we just go into this next topic point? Because 
if I have to eat crow on this, I'm gonna this I'll be upset about. <laughs> so I assume you're getting into break now. Katang, Zutara, um how we okay. don't think either okay. is gonna happen. Let me let me use the break situation to kind of transition and frame this. Mm-hmm. So with all this in mind, people have been saying with these changes, oh, this is why Bright left. Now, you are dead wrong. This is not why Bright left. Bright left over character stuff, but not individual characterization or changes to Sokka's sexism. That I is not that, why Bright left. I hope to hell we're correct about this. I, I cannot eat crow about this. I know we just said we can. <laughs> this is one where I'm just like, so, I feel so correct about this. We, like, if we're wrong about this, we were full of gaslit, and I'm sorry, yeah, but... I, Oh, if it, if if Bright left because they're That's totally about to ruin no girl boss. If Bright left because this show is completely about to ruin all characters and all character arcs, then you know what? If we watch the show and all the characters are awful and they completely ruin them, then I'll be like, okay, okay, Bright, you have your props. I will give them to you. Go away, and I will I will eat the crow. But if if oh, I don't. I just don't think this is why they left. I don't think this no. show is going to be bad, and I don't think they tried to tank tank the characters. And I just... We've talked about this multiple times. Multiple times. We have beaten this horse dead, but we're going to keep doing it, because it just keeps okay. coming up. Just because, frankly, I want credit mm-hmm. if we are right about this. We were the first to say it. I don't care. We were the first <laughs> to publicly say it and put this together. I'm sorry, but we were. And that is the fact that Brake is not leaving over Sokka's flippin' sexism. Individ- or in any individual characterization. Brake is leaving over changes only- to character dynamics. Yes. Specifically, the fact that look at Kia Wantio now and Gordon, they cannot do Katang! We're not even talking about the trailer. Like in the in the trailer, it's it's already apparent that like who they cannot do Katang. Sh- she has aged since the trailer. I mean this in the most respectful way. Again, I will say I don't want anyone anyone like going after this young girl and being like, "Ooh, she's so like." I don't want anyone sexualizing no. this teenage girl. I will be the first to shoot you out of that helicopter, but. She has grown. She is maturing. She into looks a, beautiful a lot older. Young woman, and yes. she she's maturing into a beautiful young woman. And she, but she is also her face is very mature. And for she, her age, for her age, she looks eighteen at least. She yes. looks eight. She's grown up in Hollywood now. People tend to age differently in that sort of environment you're exposed to a lot of like just things special makeup do. first special of all. makeup exactly special makeup hair like clothes like you are just you age a little bit differently and she she looks three years older than her actual no one, age no one looks their age in hollywood when they're young they look older than they are and when they're old they look younger than they are mm-hmm. that is just gordon, the way it is gordon has yet to hit I would guess he has yet to hit puberty. Of course, I'm not his mother, but I'm, he has, <laughs> he, he still looks, he has yet to hit that point where it's like, oh, he looks older than he is because he's not a teenager yet. Like, Walker Scarbell is a great example of someone who has. Yes. Who, he, he looks so much older, like Keo Montillo does, mm-hmm. you know, than he does in the show. He grew seven, eight inches in between filming and then, oh like, my God. And Leah says that Jeffries is a short queen anyways. Yes. <laughs> anyways, but yes, my point is with Gordon is that he um he still very much looks in those all the latest promos, press releases, pictures, all that. He looks maybe eleven. Yeah. Eleven top. Top of it is he looks eleven. I don't even think I would not even say he looks twelve years old. And There's already I'll put it this way. There's already a big gap. But then she looks old for her age, he looks young for his age, and you just cannot visually it, you do it do and it. have it look oh my appropriate. God. It, you, you cannot can't. do it. You can't do it. I don't... It is in the animated show. The reasons I don't like Katang are, are 
personal and and I can get over them. I can I can be like okay fine. It's, it's just do not I like for it? Me. No, it's not for me. I don't like it. I will never agree. But that this it's what would feel happened. like I should be calling child protective services. Yes. This is completely different. In the animated show, we've said before, you can draw people to ages don't look the same. An animated TV show, no, you can put no, a they look close enough that even if it's not ideal for us and we don't think the maturity is on par, right? They still visually, even though he's shorter, which isn't a huge deal, right? Like it's fine. It they happens to go along with the fact that he's shorter and younger, and his right. maturity reflects that. But if he was it the same maturity as Katara, and he just happened to be shorter, I wouldn't care it's about fine. that. That's just a yeah. That, but that he's doesn't not. give me the that doesn't give me the ick. Yes, this, this would give would, the ick. Oh, not even the ick. It it would be like no, again, not even on a personal level of me not liking Katang. I can deal with Katang in the animated show. I can be like, okay, it happened. It's done. Get over it. And this, I would be disgusted. And I know people might say, yeah, but they wouldn't get to, like, season three for, like, another, like, four years. He would grow up and be, he'd be 16, at which point she would look, she looks already 18, 19, 20. Like, it's just, ooh, I, and, oh, I just can't. I just because if they start filming season two, presumably in the next like three months, if this gets the green light, she's there. She looks this way, and he is still probably not going to look if he grows any older than like thirteen. I would say it's still gross, guys. And on that note, <sighs> I would like to address this concerned ask that I got on my Waterbender Cat blog mm. on Tumblr, and I'm going to use this to transition into. Our final topic, I would say, because we have been recording for almost 40 minutes. Well, so. hold on one second. Sorry, I do want to just say as a last thing with the Katang one, because okay. I know people are going to, I know people are going to say this as well. They're going to be like, well, the producers could have still been doing Katang because they wouldn't know that they would end up aging like this and they still could have done it. And made, so that just proves that's not why Bryke left. And it's like, from the you, start, if you look from the start, how they have been promoting this and just how they casted them and how she did look older than him from the start. I have, this is when we started saying this is why we thought Bright left. And it's because from the start, you can almost see it that they are not concerned with Katang at all. And that's the last thing I want to say about it is from my heart, I do not think they're going to do Katang. I think that they are going to have him have a crush on her, which I think is absolutely fine. That Which this twelve year old boy about to share would have a crush. Okay, but I think that's what they're gonna do, and they're gonna leave it at that, and he's gonna grow out of it. Now, please go, Katie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I got an anonymous ask on my Avatar slash Cora Watervender Cat blog on Tumblr that said, "I'm kind of worried that the cast doesn't support Zutara and what that means for Zutara Endgame." Kio Montio, I think that's how you pronounce it, by the way, this whole time I've been saying Kio Montio. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Um, like this post with the caption, a great day for Katang stands, and all the A's in Katang are the at symbol. Mm -hmm. Gordon liked a bunch of Katang fan art and videos. Dallas went live with Ian and titled it as Zucka number one, which I think is freaking hilarious. That's so cute. I love it. Obviously, this doesn't rule out Zutara happening at the end, but I'm concerned that the cast isn't openly supporting it behind the scenes, and the fact that Gordon is just openly allowed to, like, contain content from his public Instagram account. And then it gets into, into some, like, conspiracy stuff about Kia Montiel not following Jet's actor, and I'm like, that's one episode. They're probably not that close. Like, we can discard. Yeah, that we can one, but that. however, what I would like to address is that I think Gordon is liking stuff almost in character as Aang with a PR team behind him. Of course, they're gonna liking contain stuff. Of course, they're going to have him do this. I do not think it means a Katang endgame. I think it means that Aang is going to have a crush on Katara and it's going to be acknowledged as a little bit creepy for Katara in the way that Dipper's crush on Wendy was acknowledged as creepy for Wendy in Gravity Falls. That is the perfect comparison. Guys, where guys. She looks like she could be his mother. Katang versus Zutara was one of the most talked about shipping wars ever. In all of shipping, like, his ever. 
ever. It was one of the biggest, most toxic um, wars. Of course, they are going to pump that for all it's worth. Like, of course, they are going and to. And they've been promoting Zutara as well. Yes. They've been teasing it. The amount of times I've, they've posted a picture with with uh, Dallas Leo's arm around Kyo and Tio is in, like they have them sitting together in so many photographs. Like they are absolutely promoting both. And let me just say this right now. Katie and I are not endorsing Zutara for this show. We think that's also problematic. We don't want it Agreed. to happen in the show. I think what they're doing is teasing all of them, and all they're going to do mm-hmm. is Sokka and Suki. Or, and here's where we get into the Sokka number one part, or they're going to explore Zaka. Or they're going to explore Zuko. I've been saying this. I don't know yeah. if they'll do Zaka, but... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but mm. you go off on this because I can't even that people haven't put this together. I Zucka, I don't know if they are going to do Zucka, but Zuko is has always been so bisexual coded in everything. And then also, if you are going to have one character from the gang that you can do this with, it is and you Zuko. can explore sexuality with, it is a hundred percent. Zuko, and there's always been vibes between Zuko and Jet. Always. Oh, you yeah. Can't, you can't deny it. You cannot deny that there were always <laughs> vibes between Zuko and Jet, and I think they might play into that a little bit in the show. I think they might play into a couple things with Zuko in the show. I think Zuko might have a whole ass man waiting for him at home in the show. I don't actually believe that. But I'm just like, <laughs> my point is, the whole Zucka, like, thing. I think it's hilarious. I think Dallas knows that they they might play into that a little bit. I don't know. I don't think they would go as far as to queer bait it, but I think they might queer code it, which is two yeah, complete, very completely different things. Different things. I, I beg right. people to take a gen- gender studies in a film class. I mean, I, I beg of you, but <laughs> a queer film class because there's such people get those misconstrued all the time as the same thing and they're so and I've said the wrong one before because they're so close like mm-hmm. I've accidentally written like I got called yeah. out on Tumblr and I was annoyed a little bit cause I got where they were coming from but I was like Ugh, you don't have to talk down to me I know this but I accidentally said queer bait when I meant queer code mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I get Two. that but like it's uh, in regards to the people who genuinely don't know the difference. Learn the difference. I beg of you. <laughs> but in going back to the fan wars, here's another reason I don't think they're gonna fully commit to Katang or Zutara, and it's because those fan wars were brutal and almost. If oh. you commit to any one of them, you are cutting off half of your fan base. Straight up, half. Like it's. Back in the day, I say this like an old man, back in my day, <clears throat> but no, back in the day of um, when the third season was coming out, and then even years after when I first started getting into it, Zutara was the bigger ship. It was absolutely, there were more Zutara ships and shippers in the fandom than there it's were It's still bigger than Katang. It may it not is, be as big as Zucka mm-hmm. on Tumblr now, yep. but, and Twitter and everything, but it's, it's still bigger than it's Katang. It's still bigger than Katang. So if you commit... <laughs> but I will give the Katangers their due. There are still a lot of them. They, I would say they take up about 40% of the older fan base was Katang shippers. I will, I'll give them, I'll give them some credit here. So if you commit to Katang or Zutara, you are cutting your fan base almost in half directly because they, it was so bad. They know how bad it was. They know how bad it used to be. It was the most toxic environment. They don't want that. They don't. I think they are staying as far away from those shipping wars as they can. I think that's why they had Dallas do the Zucka comment. And it's because Zucka took so much fire away from the Zutara and Katang wars. And I think that I don't think they're going to commit to either one of them. As they shouldn't, in my opinion, for this adaptation. And I think that the loves we're going to get, honestly, is either... Frickin' Zucka, or more likely Suki and Sokka, and then Zuko is gonna have something happen on the side with someone. Right. Even if it's as simple as changing his date in Bossing Say to a boy. Like, I that can work. Ha- guys, Netflix has mandates. I'm not, we are gonna say They have mandates. Times. Thank you. It doesn't have to be one of the main casts, it can just be a side character. 
Like, they can do that. And they don't have Korra and Asami yet. Right. It's so... Someone's going to be queer. And why not Zuko? We are in a modern day age where you can make him queer and not have it change any of his character because the boy has always been queer. Object Objectively, him being queer in this adaptation in one way or another will not change his character at all. If anything, no. it adds to it. If anything, yes. it adds to the repression. It adds to why yes. he's so repressed. But I could rant on that for hours. I could write an essay about that. So it's like, I don't, I, I just think we... Another character I think they might make queer is actually June. Which they absolutely should. Again. I think they might always... have her. I think they might walk into that tavern and have her with a woman. I think they should. <laughs> I, everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. Like, it's, why the heck not? <laughs> why would you not do that? Again, this show was made before even... I mean, the show yeah, that was made you know off it's of reflective it. Of, you know what it's reflective of? Both the culturally authentic casting, which we've already addressed the stuff mm -hmm. with Ian Owsley. We don't know the truth there. We're not going to say anything concrete yeah. on that. Mm -hmm. But um, generally speaking, the culturally authentic casting and if they include more queer rep in this initial series, it very much is giving... The Percy Jackson adaptation reflecting more the levels of diversity in Heroes of Olympus. Mm hmm. It's. That's what it would be. If you think of Korosami, they were years after Avatar The Last Airbender and they still couldn't explicitly come out and say, these characters are queer. So they couldn't do that in Avatar The Last Airbender back 20 no! years ago. Are you insane? So in they had the opportunity to fix this. They have the opportunity to fix this and be like, no, June, absolutely queer. Absolutely queer. Yeah. To put this into perspective, in the American political climate, 2008 was the start of, you know, the show was over before the Obama administration, and I'm not going to get, like, genuinely political yeah. here, but what I'm going to say is even Obama ran against gay marriage. Yes, uh, people, as a Democrat, like gay marriage wasn't finalized in America until when was it? Twenty ten? When? Like a long time. Look this up because it was. I swear to God, I'm no looking it up. Fifteen years ago, twenty fifteen. I just found out at the same time. Oh, even worse than I remember. My God in heaven, help me. But yeah, that's that's the point. That is the entire point right there. It's like they have the chance now to actually do something about this and be like, no, these characters are subtextually clear, queer. Let's fix the mistakes that we're not allowed to it's even clear. be possible. They're queer. Yes, <laughs> it's clear. They're queer. Let's fix the. Let's fix what they could not do twenty years ago, and let's actually. Let these characters explore that. I mean, in a kid-friendly way, let's be very clear. Oh, yeah, nothing sexual or anything. Right. My goodness. Let's be very clear. But even Zuko kissing a boy. Let Zuko kiss a boy. Let Zuko kiss a boy. I mean, God. Growing up repressed in the Fire Nation, which is canonically homophobic. Uh, let's, can we, can we look at the, the Wuko parallels? I mean, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That cackle. Oh, I'm so glad uh, I dragged you on that train. I I kind of always saw it, but it was one of those moments when you where you said it, it truly clicked, and I was like, oh my god, you're so correct. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just had it in your head. There's no way Mako is bi. I did. That was the thing. It wasn't... I, the, my exact words were, Mako is either gay or he's straight, and there's no in-between. I was like, there's no in-between. And then Katie he's was like... He's not a swings both ways kind of guy. And I just go... It's combat, and you're like, oh my god! The, the, like, the veil was lifted, your eyes were opened, the heavens came roaring down. It's like I got hit by a bolt of lightning because I was like, immediately just started replaying every single scenario with Mako in it ever, and I was like, he's the most combat character to ever exist, and I still stand by that, even though I think Fitzpatrick uh, is a Fitzpatrick close number two. is a close number two, but I still think. <laughs> Mako takes the cake, but, um... I don't know. That scene in the cafeteria was the most repressed gay shit I've ever seen. So repressed. Go read Keepers, guys. Go read Keepers and Fitzvacker, ladies and gentlemen. It's literally... Oh my gosh, stop trying to make Fitz be a thing. We're not a thing. 
But yes, is there? <laughs> he was he was this close to saying, "I don't even like girls." Uh huh. Oh anyways, anyways, I'm so sorry we got off on a tangent across well, podcast. Welcome back, but um, yeah, I just think they have the opportunity to fix some things here. I think that's what's good about this. Twenty years later, um, and that yes. we, I I just think it's. I just have a lot of faith in this. I just have a lot of faith mm. in this. And I will say, I don't know if the only reason Bright left was the Katang thing. I don't want to make that generalization where we're like, the only reason they left was Katang. But I do think it heavily influenced their decision. That's all I want to say. Yeah. That's our speculation. Don't take our word as law. We obviously, this is just complete gut feeling and nothing has, will, has been confirmed. And I doubt anything ever would be confirmed. It would all be based on, like, watching the show and being like, hmm, these dots are absolutely connecting. But, um, yeah, that's just, those are our thoughts on it, I think. Um, what do you think, Katie? I, anything I else? I think we've been recording for almost an hour mm-hmm. and I have to try and edit all this tonight. Yep. So, that's all I have. <laughs> Yep, and I have to go do so much at home. We were on vacation for almost two weeks, and there is still um so much. And I to moved do. across the country. Yeah, so. and I also have to finish up my essay. It's it's fine. I did most of it yesterday, but I hate citing sources, and I always leave it to the absolute last minute, and so I still have to Ugh. do that within the next three hours. So I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is all we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And without further ado, happy Zucka shipping. Is that how we're gonna this end? This is how we've turned. This has this podcast before we do leave has turned completely on its head. One eighty. It used to be Zatara, Zatara, Zatara. <laughs> we start covering this live action adaptation. We're like Zucka, 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 Zucka. Yes, happy Zucka, Zucka, Zucka. Happy Zucka shipping, guys. <laughs> Woo! Oh my god, Dallas Liu is gonna be the new um, Dante Basco for Zucka shippers. He's gonna be Dante Basco has Zatara. Dallas Leo, Leo has Zucka. Perfect. I'm Katie. I've connected the dots. I've connected them. My time has arrived, and this time I'm championing the queers. It's so good. Okay, it's sorry. So good. Sorry, guys. Happy Zucka shipping. Bye. Bye.